over the past couple months is where we've really started to see performance drive card prices. Whereas before it was more, I'd say, like hype behind the players, hype behind the cards. Welcome back, everyone, to another Slapstocks FC episode. My name is Aaron, your host. Last Sunday, we missed the episode, but we hit you guys up with an October rundown uh, on the sports car market for the past month. Make sure you go check that out. But today, we're back here with Cal from Cal Sports Cards. Thanks so much for joining me, Cal. Uh, how's it going today? Yeah, no, I just want to say thank you so much for having me today, Aaron. Uh, you know, going good. Liking the uh, Champions League every Tuesday, Wednesday, and the Prem every weekend, La Liga. You know, lots of soccer happening right now. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. So much going on out there. And that's what we're here to, to discuss today. So before jumping into soccer performance and how it's changing the soccer card market, uh, let's talk a little bit about your soccer card journey, how you got involved. What what are you doing in the in the sport and the market right now? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I think it was about two years ago, maybe a year and a half. And uh, I was super big into sneakers. And so I heard a lot about uh, cards, sports cards, and I love sports. So I, I hopped in and uh, started doing a bunch of research. I started with uh, NBA, actually, like like lots of people, and uh, mm -hmm. was buying Trey and Luca huge, like back before before they got big. So yeah. again, I, I, I'm happy with that. But uh, yeah. but so then I, I've always I've always played soccer. I've always been a huge soccer fan. I followed the Prem like religiously since I was like three. Um, so that's always been a huge part of my life. And so I decided I'm like. Well, if this is going on with the NBA, this is going on with football. Let me let me check out what's going on with soccer. So I kind of I was looking and I got into uh, my first set. I got into was the 2014 Prism because mm -hmm. obviously uh, everything when you first start collecting, you hear Prism is king. Again, I, I'm a firm believer in buying what you uh, like, like buying what looks good. Mm -hmm. I personally like Optic more, but again, I got into I uh, got into Prism and uh, bought Ronaldo and Messi huge just because I was thinking. North, the, so the North American market was yet to be tapped into. Obviously, they're European collectors, but mm -hmm. uh, big, big players such as Ronaldo and Messi. And then I started buying 2018 Mbappe just because th those three guys, I was like, you know, the North American market will, will know those three guys and kind of pick up on that. And then we saw what happened. Yeah, I'm sure that gave you a crazy amount of seed money to start other operations in soccer then. Talk exactly. to me about Optic. What, what are your favorite cards from Optic? Yeah, so uh, so I'm a big fan of the 2018 uh, 19 genre set um, in soccer. I love the so so I'm a big fan. I, obviously, I follow the Prem. Big fan of English players. I love Foden and Sancho from that set, mm -hmm. and uh, like the Aquas out of 149. I like those. Um, just just any any numbered um, numbered things, and yeah. So, so yeah, no, the optic for me. That, that's one of my favorite sets. That's one's huge. Um, yeah, no, just love love how those cards look. Yeah, and and clearly, you know, a lot of people, myself included, started jumping into soccer based on the Ronaldo, the Messi, the Mbappe, uh, maybe Sancho also, those those really top names because it's the easiest guys to gain traction once a ton exactly. of people started to get involved. But d did you start to branch out more into your, I'd say, prospecting side based on how much you know about soccer? Um, you know, following those maybe 2019 Prism EPL, uh, not as known rookies. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So, so yeah, again, pro prospecting in soccer is a lot different than basketball, football, etc. Because there's no draft, right? All, all the players come from the youth youth teams, or so it's hard to find those underground guys. But so, if, for example, uh, a couple of years ago, before Howland had made a switch to um, 
uh, Dortmund. Mm-hmm. I, I saw he's banging in goals for uh, Salzburg. And uh, even then, and, and then guys like, like I, I pay attention to things like, uh, like Phil, Phil Foden, for example. He, he wasn't playing that much the last couple of years, but uh, Guardiola said that, uh, and Guardiola's coach, Messi, that is, said that Foden was the most talented player he's ever coached. So I kind of picked mm-hmm. up on that. I'm like, yes, this guy, this guy could be huge um, English player. So, so just kind of looking at new stories like that and engaging the market, gauging what I think these players will have long careers. And I'm kind of going from there. Gotcha. And talk to me about grading because you're from Canada. What's your process yeah. with grading? Have you done it with PSA? Do you go through group, group subbers or how do you do that? Yeah. So uh, Canada is not too bad. Um, again, it's like I get like 45 day submissions for maybe 25 Canadian dollars a mm-hmm. card. So it's, so it's not too bad. Um, group submissions are the easiest for sure. So there's a couple of Facebook pages that, uh, that I like to go through and just, especially if I'm submitting a lot of cards, because obviously soccer, the pop counts are super low right now. Right. Um, right. I, I think I, I still am a firm believer that we're all early on mm-hmm. the train here. Like, again, we, we saw basketball take off. I think that this is just the beginning for soccer again with the world cups coming up and the Euro. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, for the, uh, for the grading. I, I usually go through group submissions and like to like to submit a lot of soccer cards just because the pop counts are super low. Yeah. What's your turnaround been on that? Have you gotten a couple submissions back already? If you started a little bit ago? Yeah. So, so I haven't submitted anything. I actually just submitted uh, just recently. So I'm looking to get that back hopefully in the next 30 days, but for, before but I, I didn't submit anything during covid but for before yeah. covid the submission times were about two months two months mm-hmm. so it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy and then i'm paying alberta is good for taxes on the the return just because we don't have to pay a national tax but yeah. uh so, so so yeah 60 days i was happy with and uh you know like like the gem rates and uh yeah, yeah. No, soccer so if you if you know what you're looking for that's a huge opportunity in the market i think um right just like again, it's hard on eBay, but going through like Facebook and Instagram, buying cards, getting lots of photos of the cards. If if you have an eye for grading, that's good money you can make from. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, especially like you said, the low pop count in soccer. Yeah. When you hit a couple, even nines are returning huge value for exactly. people that can get in on a uh, certain cards at cheap values. And even now, like clearly, we saw what could be you know a big part of the soccer market back in August and September. A lot of people were getting involved. Um, that couldn't sustain for forever, uh, obviously, but it at least gave a glimpse for people that are looking to be in it for the next year to two to three to five um, with World Cup 2026 in North America. Um, There's a lot of opportunity out there. That's awesome. Um, What are you seeing? You know, you were talking about all the soccer leagues coming back, Champions League going on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Premier League on Sundays and Saturdays. Uh, What are you seeing right now in terms of performance and how it's affecting the market? Like, I know a lot of people were kind of, really down on soccer for the past three months because there's no games being played and people are like, oh, like no one cares about the games. It's not going to affect the values. But who's that guy for Liverpool? Uh, Diogo Jota or uh, something? Yeah. He just yeah. he just had a hat trick and I posted about his, his 2019 That's prison EPL it. silver. Like, like three bucks in August, which is when I guess the craze was for soccer. Yeah. And now it's going for 35. So clearly performance is affecting the market. What are you seeing? And that's great, in my opinion, for the market. It's showing that people 100%. really who are involved in soccer are caring about it. And that's what we need going forward to get more people involved. Yeah, no, for sure. I think I think over the past couple of months is where we've really started to see performance drive card prices. Whereas before it was more, I'd say, like hype behind the players, hype behind the cards. 
driving the prices. So yeah, no, it, for example, yeah, you 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 uh, you nailed it on the head there. Jota um, midweek scores scores a hat trick against Atalanta. Um, card card prices go insane. Salah uh, when he scored that hat trick against Leeds in the Prem, prices insane. So we're seeing big performances by players. Like for example, hat tricks, a couple assists here and there, increase the card significantly. Even uh, even a guy I look to is uh, Ansu Fati on mm-hmm. uh, Barca. He before the se- he he obviously had a good last year, but before the season, his uh, his mega cracks rookie card, the 2019 one, was selling for you know all, all my prices are Canadian, but like 130, yeah. 120 bucks Canadian, and. Uh, we see, we saw a start to the season. Two goals in the first game. He scored against Real Madrid. He's he's kind of been putting together good performances, and it's just gradually increasing. And uh, so, yeah, we definitely see we're starting to see big performances, and mostly from attacking players. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of change change the scape of the card market. Yeah, and is there something to be said for guys that are running multiple games a week between or matches a week between the premier league and champions league having more opportunity? Cause if you think about it, who's that guy like Ferran Torres for oh, man city. city. Yeah. So I've been seeing a lot about him playing well recently, but he's getting multiple games now with between champions league and premier league. Is that like a double dose where people should be really focusing on the premier league? Cause then they can, you know, expect a lot of games to be played in there for those guys. Yeah, for sure. I think I think it goes both ways. Just because with the uh, kind of hectic schedule of every Tuesday, Wednesday they play, and every weekend, um, over the next short while, there's lots of squad rotation. So, so for for you guys like Ferran Torres or even guys like Mason Greenwood, like they don't, they're not going to play every game just because uh, the big teams, Man City, Chelsea, Man U, have bigger squads. So. And and again, these these guys are younger players. So so for example, I look at Greenwood, and he sort of lost his place in the starting eleven. And I've mm-hmm. kind of seen like his chronicles um, cards start to decline, like ten percent, fifteen percent here, just because he's not a regular starter anymore. Um, so so again, it's it's definitely good because more opportunity to play, more opportunity to uh, to score, to to play well, to help the team. But uh, but yeah, again with the so many matches that there's squad rotation that happens right and as as you personally are going through buying and selling are you have you found yourself in the past month or two focusing more on buying with the mindset of trying to sell based on performance are you still kind of buying for that long term like you know oh i'm going to buy all the top players grade them up so that people who are going to get going to get into the sport are going to buy those cards or are you starting to see yourself uh personally do a little you know, buying and flipping in the, in the performance segment. Yeah, no. So I'd say, I'd say both still, still looking long-term, but, but again, with the performance segment, um, a great example for me is I've looked at a guy like, uh, like Adama Traore. He's got mm-hmm. uh, his rookie card in the 2019 uh, prism set. And yep. uh, yeah, I think like exactly. It's like Jota one, one, he's one hat trick. He's one, two goal performance away from like a, 200 300% increase. So it's it's underground guys like that for me that I know have the quality. It's just like whether whether they get the chances in the game or um so no, I I definitely am focusing but again, I'm not pooling a bunch of money into that just cuz uh, obviously short term is uh, Yeah, it's more risky too, you know. It's exactly. not it's not more of a a long-term play like we were just discussing. Yeah. And then even if like you get those guys that can move up to bigger clubs and then that can also yeah. play long-term so Traore if he moves from yeah. 
uh, the Wolves and goes to a bigger club, that will for sure help his his uh, you know perception as a player and as an investment for sure. And I can almost guarantee he he transfers to a big club in a year or two. Yeah, for sure. That that's an excellent way to look at it. Um, for sure. So, pers- like you collecting, do you have cards that you're just like, man, I love these things so much. I'm not selling them. Or most of what you're doing in the investment side of it, where everything is, you know, available depending on the price. Or what, what's your what's your action plan here for the soccer market? Yeah. So for for the soccer market, the big set I'm actually looking at right now as a collection standpoint for long term is tw- 2006 World Cup. Um. Mm-hmm. So. That was obviously Messi and Ronaldo's first World Cup. And uh, and again, I, I was young back then, but I still remember it. Like, to me, that is the greatest World Cup of the past 20, 30 years um, that, that I can remember, at least. Um, it, w- it was the one where Zidane got the red card in the final for headbutting the Italian player. And, uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, that I think that, like, uh, collectors that those cards again they're hard to get and uh the the sealed wax is selling for like more than a thousand thousand five hundred canadian here yeah but, uh, but yeah no i think those are definitely if you can get it at the right price like those messi ronaldo it was rooney's first world cup um zidane like just a ton of legends that that and i i think the cards look super cool too there's some foil ones um I agree. I agree. I'm a big fan of those European made cards, not the stickers, but the actual yeah. European made cards. I think they're really cool. Like that, that yeah. World Cup set from 2006 by Panini is awesome. Yeah. Um, no, those, and I even think like a lot of people wouldn't even, I'm not saying they don't care what the grade is, but it's going to be a way for people to get in. If you grade them up and they get five, six, sevens, eights, yeah. I'm sure you're still going to turn good money on those. Oh, 100%. Yeah. The, the pop count on a five or six is probably like low, maybe zero. Yeah. But uh, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Really good. Um, who, personally, who's you know, who's your favorite team? Are you collecting your favorite team? Are you are you going after? I see you're wearing a Chelsea shirt there. Um, yeah. what, what are you doing with Chelsea? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Ch- Chelsea's my favorite team. I uh, I used to live in London as a kid. And uh, awesome. so, so my dad would always go to the Chelsea games. I didn't get to go really. But um, so, yeah, I've been a Chelsea fan since I was three. And uh, yeah, no, I mean. Uh, Pulisic, obviously, um, being American, being being from North America, myself, I I love him. I think that after um, the Prem restart last year, I think like if you had bought him before then, he really showed his quality. Like he, for me, he was the best player in the Premier League once they kind of went back from lockdown. Yeah. Um, and and again with the opportunity of the World Cup in Canada, the U.S. and Mexico in 2026. I think like 2016, 17 select in, in his U.S. jersey, going to be crazy. It, it, but the, yeah. the thing that worries me about him is uh, the injuries. He keeps – he can't stay fit. Yeah, I know. Was he, he's, he's out again right now, right? Yeah, he, uh, he was supposed to play on the weekend. He was about to start, and in the warm-up, he hurt his hamstring again, which That's is like – Classic. Con, like yeah, heavy. it's so recurring too. Yeah, no, it's tough. It's – that's terrible. I'm, well, you're kind of spoiled now. I mean, with Timo Werner going over there yeah. and Kai Havertz, you got those German studs. Talk about them. Are you are you pumped about those guys? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think uh, I've been buying Timo uh, 2018 World World Cup and uh, Havertz and Timo Optic, and uh, yeah, no, I think I've been really impressed with uh, Timo Werner so far. Havertz, I think he's still he's still got a lot to show, but mm-hmm. I again I think that 
like if all the pieces fall into place and the systems, right. I, I can see guys like Havertz being a Ballon d'Or winner in five years from now. Like they're, they're so young and uh, yeah. so much, so much potential. Again, think things would have to go right. Soccer tactics, everything, but I don't see why not. Uh, yeah, for sure. And then guys like Tammy Abraham and uh, Reese James and Mason yeah. Mount, are you looking at those guys? Or are they just kind of like on the side for you and aren't going to get enough shine for you to really look into? I think I think Reese James is big. Um, Tammy, not so much, just because I don't know if he can sustain it. Uh, last year he had a good season, but again, he's not going to get the minutes in the next few mm-hmm. years here, especially because Werner's young. And uh, so, you know, so Tammy, yeah, and and even for England, I don't think personally that he's going to play much for England in the World Cup. But my, my thing is that I think the biggest thing. In sports, maybe. Um, so, like, like the Yankees win a World Series or Lake Lakers win the championship or whatever. England winning the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think it, if that were to happen, and I think they might have the best chance in a while in the next two to three World Cups. Um, so, if you're kind of, like, got a bit more of a long-term look, then some of these young English guys like Mount or even Reese James or uh, other players, Rashford, um, Foden, Sancho, there's so many cute. players, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. And then Raheem Sterling also. And Sterling, yeah. There, there's really so many guys. It's hard to even project out if you know some of those guys in the back will even get some shine. You know, it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah but no, it's, not, it's not a bad place to be. I can guarantee you that. Um, yeah, I'm sure, no. like, like you said, if English can snag it or get close, uh, that'll do wonders for their cards. And I'm really excited to see what happens when big tournaments like World Cup and Euro t- come around. That'd be really fun to see. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. I'm looking forward to see what happens to like the card market as a whole, and because because yeah. it'll be it'll be weird because the 2022 World Cup is uh, in the winter, so mm-hmm. that's completely different. Like it's never been like that. So I'm again curious to see like if the season change has anything to do with the card market and yeah. Uh, but you know it'll it'll for sure be be something to watch for so looking to wrap her up soon here what what are your what are your thoughts for new people coming to the market what's the best way for people to get involved um should they start studying soccer religiously before getting involved should they do card research and soccer research Just anything that you have that can help someone get into the market yeah so uh so i think that compared to your your north american sports soccer is harder to get into just because as an beginner looking in there's so many leagues so many games being played so many players um so so it it is a bit overwhelming to know where to start but uh again so i think that you don't you don't need to follow soccer religiously maybe pick your favorite league pick your favorite team um kind of kind of start there pick pick a few favorite players research and then kind of you know look at their different cards again we we always seem to have the struggle of finding the true rookie card in soccer but uh again again buy what you like if you like stickers you know buy the sticker rookie card if you like tops chrome again you can't go wrong um mm-hmm. and, and i i personally feel that right now we're in a buyer's market just because we've seen the highs in august and in in the summer and uh we, we've seen like cards like mbappe's card come down significantly um so yeah if, if you are really high on it long term I th- you can't go wrong right now, I, f- I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Totally agree there. Well, Cal, thanks so much for joining this Slap Socks FC episode. Always love doing these and getting different perspectives in here. Uh, everyone, make sure to go follow Cal at Cal Sports Cards on Instagram. Maybe he'll start posting more now that he's yeah, got some shine. No, 100%. I'm going to be super active now. 
Yeah, so you got to start sharing your soccer cards for us to see, man. Yeah, man. No, for sure, for sure. Thank you so much. Of course. All right, well, this was Slap Sox FC on Sunday. Thank you so much for watching. We will catch you guys in the next episode.